Some people get Monday off, some people don't. Bank tellers get off, cops don't. Teachers get a three-day weekend, no mail delivery too. If you work at Starbucks, you're totally screwed. Some people get Monday off, some people don't. You might get an extra day off, but maybe you won't. Because some people get Monday off, some people don't. Welcome to week number two. The Bob and Zipcast with Ed Kelly is back. And uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, How is everybody today? We're just fine, Bob. Yep. I'll speak for Ed. <laughs> I just uh, said yeah, we're you. just fine. <laughs> so here's here's a funny thing about recording today. Ed uh, texted me and said, uh, "I assume we're working on Martin Luther King Day," and I hadn't thought about it. But podcasts are timeless. Yeah. In other words, they can play you know whenever you listen to them. So you could be listening to this, you know, any religious holiday or any other holiday. It doesn't matter. And the day it records kind of shouldn't matter, but we still think in the analog world, we think in terms of, well, it's Martin Luther King Day. I feel like a bank or a post office. Maybe I should be closed. <laughs> and uh, it, it, like certain jobs I had, they gave you Martin Luther King Day off. Other jobs, you worked, but they counted it as a holiday. And the reason they counted, do you know why they counted it as a holiday? No. Stumped. Corporate guilt. Ah. For all the hundreds of years that they were prejudiced against black people. That's my theory. Oppressed them, yes. Well, Bob, in the words of the uh, Reverend Jesse Jackson, analog may not care what day that it is, (laughs) but I think that you should respect MLK today. And you should not be podcasting or broadcasting any time when this is a designated holiday. And if you do, please do serious affectations of black dialect, just to show. <laughs> you know, I, no, I'm very reverent for the reverend. <laughs> a little Werner Klemperer snuck into that last impression. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, so how do you feel about it being Martin Luther King Day? My, my wife, uh, just a minute ago, I was like, I'm, I'm going to be busy for a little while. And, and she was like, well, I don't. I said, do you have the afternoon free? What do you want to do? And she said, well, I don't know. What's open? And I said, I will Google for you, honey, what's open on Martin Luther King Day. And basically, it's entirely a government holiday. Yes, you know, I will. It makes I, makes me mad. I do find it somewhat. Uh, there is some relief, though. At least they don't use Martin Luther King's holiday as a retail holiday. You know where they do every oh, other thank one. God, you know, yes. uh, do they? I have not seen Martin Luther King. You know, well, of course, handguns are on sale every <laughs> easy every day here <laughs> in Vermont. <laughs> but I Did he say seen. that? Did he just say that? <laughs> Well, uh, you know, I can't wow. take a knee. I thought yesterday during the football game I would take a knee. But yeah. now that I know my TV is spying on me, I, I figured I would get in trouble. I think we yeah. should have a round robin and identify our voices. Don't you think, Ed, just to uh, sure. stay clear of the uh, fray? Sure. So I'm Bob. I'm the protagonist, which is a polite word for asshole. Uh, <laughs> that's Zip over there. Say hi, Zip. I'm the kind one who winces at Bob's remarks. 
Yes. Yes. And, and I'm Ed Kelly, and I did not make that handgun joke. <laughs> That's all you want to say. <laughs> That's Ed, all I want to say. Ed is a, a, one of the leading voice character actors in the country uh, and uh, for decades and decades has been the voice of the American Comedy Network, now United or Universal Comedy Network. Yes. And uh, also, you do, uh, you do national commercials. Um, I do. Don't you actually play a lawyer on one commercial? I have, and I've, I've lately it's been video games and that sort of thing. My animation skills, because animation has kind of gone away the the way that uh, film incentives have gone away in Michigan and gone down to Atlanta. So I find that the animation skills spill over nicely into the video game. Wait a minute. So film incentives went away in Michigan? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Republican takes uh, takes um, office in, in Lansing, and everything that the previous... Democratic governess did, Jennifer Granholm, mm. goes away. Wow. Uh, yeah. So, well, that makes sense. And by the way, that's sort of what's happening with the president is uh, mm. everything that Republicans want is getting done. And everything yeah. that they said that, you know, Obama did by, you know, abusing his power, they're like, well, yeah. we'll show you how it's really done, abusing our power, and they're, they're doing their things. And, you know and Michelle f- abused her power, too. How dare she start a vegetable garden at the White House and change the, the food in cafeterias for our children? Absolutely. So we're going to... Did you see that? They're putting pizza back yeah. in the cafeteria? Yeah. I love it. Not just... Not just, <laughs> well, would. nutritionists and scientists will be able to track the Republican cafeteria years versus the Democratic cafeteria years, yeah, that's and right. that's a bl- that's a double blind health study for the youth of America. I think it's good. Yeah, and obesity. Uh, <laughs> and a ketchup, a French fries are a vegetable. Is that was the other thing I saw? <laughs> yeah. Well, ketchup was a vegetable too under the Reagan administration. That's right. Yeah. yeah, and broccoli is poison. <laughs> <laughs> but I love it. <laughs> I just love also our world. Hair band, by the way. Yes. And, and, and one of the things about our world, we were talking about this before we started the podcast, uh, is that uh, these days, there just doesn't seem to be any account- accountability. Did you say that, Zip, or Ed? I did. That? I, I did. Remember. I was just, you know, uh, what you know, going on with what's going on with the impeachment thing, and and seeing uh, the uh, the dream team of attorneys lining up to represent President oh. Trump. Oh yeah. And and dream, uh, dream team. Yes. <laughs> well, hey, if you about, could if you could get OJ nightmare. off, I want you on my <laughs> yeah. team. Yeah. But- but Dershowitz hasn't hasn't I don't think practiced law in how many decades? He's a TV guy. He's a spokesperson. He's a shill. Uh, and if I'm Trump, I would absolutely hire a TV guy first because he does TV yeah, well. That's right. Yeah. This is all about TV. And by the way, when uh, Dershowitz uh, and the Dream Team did O.J. Simpson, they completely ignored anything but TV. Yep. And it worked. I mean, yeah. that it, look. If you believe in our country, and Zip obviously doesn't, he's just a whiny liberal, (laughs) but if you believe in our country, you believe that everyone deserves a vigorous defense no matter how guilty, right, Zip? That's true. Well, isn't that the, it's not the hypocrite. What is the attorney's oath they take? It's not the Hippocratic oath. It's, what is it? It's... The attorneys uh, take an oath? Well, yeah. Yes. I mean, a vigorous defense will be oh, Well, attorney-client yeah. privilege is important. And uh, what's the other thing? They have a fiduciary duty to their clients mm-hmm. uh, to essentially, no matter how guilty the client is, their job is to rigorously and vigorously defend 
the client. Uh, The way our country was supposed to be, and people keep Mm -hmm. forgetting this now, they want accountability. What's this accountability crap? The way our country is supposed to be is if you're smart enough to get away with it, we'd rather have you get away with it than falsely imprison somebody who's innocent. Well, it's not That's so much, the way it was taught to me. Well, well it, the way I see it is it's not so much getting away with it. it. It's whether or not you can prove through the game of the justice system whether or not, you know, a crime was committed. And when you apply the rules of law, do you know what I'm saying? Right. <clears throat> but the Clinton paradigm comes in here. You know what the Clinton paradigm is? I know what it is. You know what it is. <laughs> Go ahead. It depends on your definition. Go ahead. Tell me. Better be to be thought a moron than to speak up and remove all doubt. Okay, that's part of the Clinton part. No, but remember when he said it depends on your definition of what the word what is, is, is. Is. And so greatest words ever spoken. So now, what's our definition of law? Like, no one is denying that President Trump basically shook down Ukraine and said. Help me wipe out a political op- opponent. You, you you don't see like you don't see the news going. Well, that's ridiculous. Here's the evidence that that never happened. Let's not discuss that. Of course it happened. What you see is well, this is ridiculous. They're just Let's trying to the, o- overturn the election. Let's discuss the process. Yeah. This is abuse of the process. <laughs> abuse of the pro- and, and by the way, the process is made to be debated. It's meant to be debated. What they're Wrong doing is completely okay. And everybody does it. Like, if I get caught making a wrong turn in front of a sign that says no left turn, what I will do when I go to court is I will say the sign was obstructed. There's no way I could have seen that sign. The whole process is messed up, right? Right. Mm -hmm. I I actually got a speeding ticket when I first moved to Springfield. There's there's only two speeds, floored. And 25 in Vermont. There's only two speeds. And there's a place where you're coming into town where the speed suddenly drops from 50 miles an hour to 25 miles an hour. Now, you could install a camera and, and, and do a scientific study, and you would find nobody cuts their speed directly in half, right? No. And nobody does 25. I would bet the cops laugh at that sign. Yes. So my first week I was here, I'm cruising into town, and all of a sudden, you could do the siren better than I could, Eddie. No, actually, it was not even that better. Okay. (laughs) But anyway, I get pulled over, and I got him to give me a warning, and here's why. There were bushes grown up in front of that sign, and it was off to the side of the road, and I was new to town. Well, you know, people like to cut down the bushes, but I tell you what, I take that personally. <laughs> yes. So, <laughs> and, and, so we're arguing the process. In other words, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that everything that's happening now in our media is entertaining, which is good. I want my fellow media people to have jobs. So many of them yes. have lost their jobs. Won't you help? Yes, and. Uh, <laughs> And, and and everyone who says, why it's never been this bad, should Google the phrase, why it's never been this bad, and see that it's said constantly throughout history. I just want to bring up this point. The Washington Post was keeping track of um, 
the lies that President Trump has told since he took office? Or the whatever. alleged lies based okay. on their phony fake news and as, destruction of the process, which is totally partisan and is simply designed to undo the result, results of a free and fair election. I know that's a long sentence, but that's what you have okay. to say. As of, mid, as of mid-December... When, yes. uh, I guess the, the, you know, as of mid-December, there was something like, seriously, 16,500 uh, variations of the truth. Which makes him the greatest. Yes. <laughs> the goat. Well, no, if you consider this, by the way, that all presidents lie and all lie. of them get caught. Like, you can't show a president who had, like, for example, when you buy meat, there are standards for how much contamination like it's even feces can be in your meat, right? Mm-hmm. So if I'm buying some hamburger and it meets the FDA requirements, it means there's less than 0.02% of rat feces in my hamburger, and I'm yeah. supposed to be good with that, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Presidential lies are just like this. Uh, you know, President Obama had, you know, point, well, he probably had 3%. Of rat feces lies in in his, but you can keep your doctor. So if you do get sick, with <laughs> exactly, you can keep your doctor. You can keep your plan if you like it. All of these things. That, and by the way, he got Pinocchios too. It's yes. just that he didn't hoist the Pinocchio trophy like the Stanley Cup every twenty minutes with his Twitter account. So yes. so in other words, when you say lies, what's funny about the Trump side? And I have a lot of friends who are conservatives, and I have a lot of friends who are burdened with being whiny, you know, de- what do they call them, liberal, blue, what do they call them, blue dogs? No, blue dogs are sort of like Republicans and Democrats clothing. But I, I, I have all kind of Democrat and all kind of Republican. Snowflakes is the latest derisive term, by the yeah, way. Yeah, well, the snowflake thing, I tell you, he who smelt it dealt it because... <laughs> Nobody whines about being treated unfairly as much as a conservative. Yeah. It's just that liberals don't have, like, come up with taunting nicknames for conservatives. Mm. Uh, because why? Because that would make them more like a conservative. <laughs> <laughs> the mantle's been taken. Yeah. It's all funny. There's so much hypocrisy to go around. I mean, to me, I enjoy hypocrisy. Really? Uh, it's what makes life interesting. If it's everybody a, it's a followed, sport for you. Hypocrisy is well, a sport. Well, it is. If everybody followed every rule and everybody was reasonable to everybody, you know, that's sort of like the, that's like what the Amish are, right? Yes. Allegedly. I want you to agree with me before I tear that apart. <laughs> Zip yeah. those that he does. He shouldn't the trust Amish. me with that setup. Yeah, because oh. you're setting him up, like I always. Am. Did you see the most recent expose about the Amish? Yes, and the abuse and the uh, incest and from the fathers and the uncles oh. and the neighbors. And Sexual assault amongst women yeah. in the Amish country mm-hmm. is absolutely epidemic. And guess mm-hmm. who covers it up? The Amish. The Amish, the church. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what your penalty for... Biblical relations with your daughter would be in the Amish? You are shamed. Shunned. Shunned and shamed. You are shunned and shamed for how long? I forget what the window was. I think it's it was, either one uh, or two uh, barn raisings. I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. It's actually two weeks. I'm, it was I'm shunned laughing. for like yeah. two weeks. Maybe it was yeah. two months. Now that I can't remember and, the specifics. And then they're often relocated. 
Yes. And wow. They sounds, took the girls. Sounds strangely familiar. There was some other organization. Yeah, it's called radio. And <laughs> <laughs> the Catholic Church. I will just yes. ship them off to right. a desert words, isle. In other words, the hypo- hypocrisy is everywhere. How do you deal with the hypocrisy? I think the best way is to be honest and not have it in your life. And then encourage all the people in direct close contact with you to not have it in theirs. Such a pragmatist. Now wait a minute. Now let's go, Bob. You're a, you were raised a pretty much straight ahead Catholic, right? Correct. You're you know the golden rule. I was and... uh, I was at risk for fondling, but it never <laughs> happened. Yes. No, I didn't mean that. I mean, did 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 you go Honest to confession and say, too bad "Wow, because that would explain a lot." Father McFeely didn't <laughs> didn't target me. But he did learn to pray a Catholic prayer because I've heard him do it at dinner. He said, under the B-14, <laughs> under the B-14. <laughs> I smell burning incense when you say that. Okay. Yeah. So, yes, I, w- I went to a Catholic school and, uh, you know, I, I experienced all the programming uh, that that occurs oh, when that happens really to like yeah. so when you and went a lot in, of the guilt okay so when you went in to talk to father mcfeely separated by that little sliding door <laughs> in the dark um did yeah. you admit your you know misrepresentations of the truth were you accountable yes. for your sins depending yes. <laughs> on how they were interpreted and you know yes but i wasn't as good a storyteller then as i am now <laughs> <laughs> Now he's got mad skills. He's going back to that booth with verb. <laughs> I, I used to basically just, you know, uh, I used to say uh, six uh, lies, four stealings. You know, I used to just basically get in and out as quick as possible. ago. Twelve Hail, Hail Marys to our fathers. You know. So I, I, I guess what it is, is like where if, if you were trying to live, do the next right thing and live a good quality life, where do yes. you look? For guidance as far as truth and you know being a stand-up person, blah blah blah. Where, where who's Limbaugh. the role? Yeah. <laughs> By the way, you could tell him it's work he puts into it. Any sentence that ends in blah blah blah, <laughs> very carefully thought out. <laughs> You know him better than I. Yeah. Uh, but my wife uses that, by the way. She uses blah, blah, blah a lot, too. Like, yeah. like you already know. It doesn't mean you're lying. It means you think I already know this. And right. and I kind of don't. Um, <laughs> I find that individuals, uh, like I was telling my son this the other day, because he's a stand-up comic, and he's looking to yes. get better. And a good one. Yeah, he's pretty good. And, and the last time I, I saw him, like three years ago, he was here. And I was driving him to the airport in Montreal because he takes whatever the cheapest cross-country flight is that he can find. And so I had three and a half hours with my son in the car, and we were talking about who his influences are. And I said, you know, what you need to do in life is you need to glom on to mentors. Now, they can, it's great if they're in-person mentors, like Zip, in a way, uh, you're a mentor for me, because you have a genuine kind heart. And I know that's a need in me to have more of that, or at least a little. Well, it hasn't taken, Bob, I'll tell you. <laughs> no, it hasn't taken. But that's, but, but that's, I believe every friendship is based partially on wanting something that your friend has that you admire. And so Andrew and I are in this long, long thing. And I said, I said, look, I picked mentors in broadcasting that, you know, 
I, kn- I didn't know. I picked people like Larry King, who treated his guests with respect and always gave them a fantastic introduction. And I said, I'm going to be that kind of an interviewer. And yet at the same time, I picked Howard Stern, not for the parts, you know, not for the, the naughty bits, but I love the fact that he admitted his weaknesses and failings and told the truth. Mm-hmm. So I said, I'm going to take that quality from Howard Stern. I'm going to take the respect for the guests. And by the way, ironically, after five, maybe 15 years of therapy, Howard Stern has come totally around to respecting his guests. God, yes. And he's bigger than ever. So I just pick and choose like a buffet which qualities. And and then I knew someone who was really good at business. And I said, I'm going to listen to everything they say about business. So that's how you look, I believe, for inspiration. So I'm driving with my son and I'm like, so who do you pick? And we spent the next hour listening to this amazing comic that he should totally mentor him as a father figure. Uh, It was Louis C.K. Oh, yeah. And this was 2016. But Louis was Louis at top of his game at that point and one of the funniest men in America, in my view. But one of the things in his game was he was kind of creepy sexually. Yeah, yeah. Sarah Silverman talks all about it. And I was like, so I called Andrew right after. I was like, Andrew, dude, so you can drop your mentor. Yeah. But not your pants in front of other people. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) But that's how it is. Just like in real life, your mentors are going to let you down. My AA uh, sponsor, when I first asked him if he would be my sponsor, he said, I will under one condition. And then he said, two conditions. I said, you've lied to me already. Yeah. Uh, and he said, one is, uh, I'm going to let you down because I'm just human. Mm-hmm. And the other is that we sponsor each other and I will learn as much from you as you will learn from me. Ooh, Powerful, right? Yeah, big time. Great guy. How'd that work out, Bob? <laughs> I am still, it's funny, I, I'm sober in that I have not gotten drunk mm-hmm. but if you ask me if I'm sober, I, I go like, well, the honesty thing has to kick in. Uh, I do not get a root canal without copious amounts of, of gas. That doesn't count. You well, get a full I, pass it, for that. It does because I'm high. <laughs> what? Okay. Well, you, like this... the whole idea when you're sober is like, I'm not going to get high anymore. And it's, that's what it was to me. And then later you, like you always rationalize, right? Yeah, that. That's a justified rationalization, though. You don't want to be in excruciating pain either. So Alan Dershowitz would argue that all my rationalizations are justified and that oh, everyone yeah, else is just trying to do a, undo an unfair, uh, you know, uh, they're, they're, they're butchering the process. Uh, sure, it's, a, it's fair in my eyes. Well, that's circling back to that, that accountability and rigorous honesty, correct? Yes, mm. Sorry. And you, if you're doing the rigorous honesty program, right? Uh, zip yourself, right? Can, yeah, can I out to you? the to the best of my abilities. So, you know, I'm not perfect. No one is. Disclaimer: I hear a disclaimer. Well, <laughs> I've, I'm uh, a couple of years behind you, but not many. You know, I don't yeah. actually. Well, maybe a few. Ed, are you? Uh, we need at least one active drug user in the trio. Are you? <laughs> are, are you going to fulfill that role? I plead the fifth. <laughs> Sounds guilty. I can do that. <laughs> do you use drugs? Uh, not drug. Well, I, I mean, am I on pharmaceuticals for sleep meds? Yes. 
Oh, Hold now, on. Okay, let's now, Bob, for a fact, I know that you occasionally partake of Ambien. Does that? Yes, I do. All right. Uh, prescribed to me for uh, insomnia. I don't, that's a good, that's a good one because when I first took it, there would be a moment where I would be like, ah, this feels good. I'm at peace. <laughs> and so is that getting high? I guess. Uh, boy, to, that's a gray area. Yeah, you'd have and to. <laughs> when I had my knee, forget that. When I had my knee operation, I called Tom Petty and I said, "What you got?" <laughs> and he said, "Call my friend Michael Jackson. He's oh, got the really good stuff." Too soon. <laughs> no, when I had my knee soon. operation, I had the Vicodin, which you yes. had to have for your shoulder, right? Is that right? Uh, yeah, for like ten minutes, and that was about it. They were very careful. See, now no, that, by the way, is lying and rationalizing because it was definitely longer than 10 minutes. Okay, recently, and I mean real recently, within the past three weeks, I was prescri- prescribed Adderall. Does that make me Ooh, okay. a drug user? Yes. Do you know what Adderall is? I believe it's a barbiturate category. It's actually speed. Um, uh, according That's an to, attention deficit thing, isn't it? Yeah. It's, yeah. It, yes. it's According to uh, articles I've read about college kids these days, they're all popping that to do well at school. Oh, I could pop out and get 10 bucks a hit for these things, but I don't. That makes you a good I, person, by the way. I, yeah. I need them. Oh, thanks. I, every time you, I means very little. <laughs> every time I don't sell my legitimate... Uh, prescription yeah. drugs on the street and angel gets yeah. its wings well let us let us not forget <laughs> that's right that's right <laughs> shows who's pedals um I, let us not forget the, the the king's visit to uh richard nixon's office to get the award for whatever it was com- combating drug abuse in the united states oh and, uh, elvis who was high as a lab rat at that time yeah. Yeah. you know and uh, he had dr nick those were all you know prescribed for him Yep. So, anyway. so let's bring this back to accountability. Right. What mm-hmm. we're showing with our conversation, I feel, is that we're all like fungibly uh, doing the best we can, but we're all, uh, you know, within the within. What did you say, Zip? Within the to the best of my abilities. Yeah, uh, you know the moral. I guess what it is is like, where is the moral compass? Where's you know. Magnetic North on the moral compass. Well, I would I would quote Yoda and the Karate Kid dude. What was his name? Miyagi. Mr. Uh, Miyagi. Mr. Miyagi. Yeah, Mr. Miyagi. Miyagi. And uh, who are the other movie th- uh, people we can quote on this one? Because uh, it, it's it's within you. The force is within your, you. Your memory failing you. It is, Pop. Mm. Well, there's Morgan Freeman and uh, Bruce Almighty, right? Yes. Morgan Freeman, can, can we show me some Morgan Freeman? I had to work with Jim Carrey. <laughs> that boy is not right. Uh, let's come back to Yoda. I, I'd like to ask Yoda a question or so. Yoda, when you're at the dentist, do you get the gas? No, I get the runs from fear. <laughs> Can't you just levitate that bad tooth? Do you even have teeth? Mm, small they are, but fierce is my bite. Mm. Oh, I just wish Yoda were a real person. I tell you, don't you? Because uh, Yoda is to me 
is perfection in in like he's the best human ever, even though he's not human. The wisdom, though, yeah, because he cares about other people. Yeah. He can get angry if he needs to, and you better not make him angry, because that little that little uh, you know cartoon can slice you in half. But Bob, mm. you will make me angry. I will make you angry at some point. Actually, I would make Yoda angry. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> hey, Yoda, careful, careful. This is the family jewels. Watch it. Let's 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 dovetail let's dovetail this accountability into winning at all costs. You know. Winning at all costs. Greed is good. It's one of my favorite things. It depends on your definition of the word all costs. Yeah. What is all costs? Well, in other words, I was thinking, okay, so Johnny Cochran was hailed as like, you know, the wonder attorney for, you know, acquitting OJ, correct? Well, the dream team, but it was really, you know, it doesn't fit, you must acquit. Wasn't Marshall, I'll tell you. Yeah. Uh, So, uh, you know, do you think he slept well at night? I believe... That he also had an ambient prescription. <laughs> and a mattress full of money that was very, very good. Ah, well, yeah, I was uncomfortable, go. actually, the mattress full of money. I, 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 um, I, that's an interesting question. Um, how well do sociopaths sleep? I'm going to Google that. <laughs> no, <laughs> you know, I, I mean, we can't get this far without using the S word. First off, wow. we're all different. I mean, there yes. are really good people who couldn't hurt a fly. Even if it meant they need, that was the only thing they could eat, they'd be like, I feel bad for the fly. Uh, and then there are people who have absolute zero concern for any human being other than themselves. Yeah. And then all in between those two things, there's a spectrum, right? Right. All right. And the, the trick is to have some idea, I think, where are you on that spectrum? And can you be honest with yourself? Like Zip is closer that- to the not hurting anybody. I think that evolves with time, if you allow it to, or if you uh, hope to better yourself anyway. Hmm. Is it not? I mean, um, again, be... depending on what you've gone through in life. Uh, without getting into too many of the sort of details, I did hire an attorney at one point um, on a motor vehicle violation. I'm sure you can probably guess what it might have been. <clears throat> and I mm-hmm. didn't have much of a case at all. If as the breathalyzer as, fits, you must have quit. That sort of thing. As far as I was concerned, you know, I did not. I was the client, and I was not comfortable with the defense he was putting up. It was really ludicrous. In other words, he, your attorney was lying for you, and you were like, a, He wasn't no, lying. No, no, that's not how it happened. He, yeah. wasn't, he wasn't lying. He took the facts that he had in front of him and concocted this very colorful timeline and you know he didn't perjure himself he didn't ask me to perjure myself he just told this story to the jury in the hopes the jury would you know cut me some slack and it did not work and it was excruciatingly painful for me because he put me on the stand but anyway so long uh, so again winning at all costs i mean i uh you know he said you might as well take a shot at it do you know what I mean? But you, as you know, you might yes. As well in take other words, we know this is not. Look, you deserve a vigorous defense because that's the way our system of justice works. 
And if you like, if you plead your case as, look, I'm a nice guy and I'm not going to do this again, you might lose. Why don't you just say that there was, you know, something else and we'll use that to get you off. Uh, and you're not comfortable with that. Uh, no, I wasn't. And it didn't work wow. in the end anyway, you know, and he waltzed away with his check and, you know, I paid the consequences. So, so I've got all, all sorts of sociopath uh, articles uh, how to tell if you're dating a sociopath. Uh, five symptoms of sociopathic people. You ready? <laughs> okay. <laughs> the number one symptom is lack of empathy. Oh, my God, yeah. Well, even in children, that's how they know. They, yeah. they torture animals. And, and an inability to feel remorse for your actions. Okay. They basically lack a conscience. Not all of them. Uh, psychopaths always have this sim symptom. Sociopaths mostly have it. They do not experience remorse. So they're freed up to do anything, anything, because they won't feel bad about afterwards. Second, they have difficult relationships. They find it hard to form emotional bonds, so their relationships are unstable and chaotic. They exploit everyone for their own benefit through deceit, coercion, and intimidation. Wow. Hostility, irresponsibility, impulsivity, constantly on Twitter. I'm sorry, I added that one. <laughs> <laughs> You're ad-libbing now, Bob. Totally ad-libbing. It's so sociopathic of me. Um, and look at this. Uh, do psychopaths sleep well at night? Let's see what it says. Uh, I find it can be difficult to sleep from time. This is a psychopath answers this. This is yeah, on Quora.com. Yeah, yeah. Do psychopaths do this? Oh, I'm a psychopath. Let me talk. Let me talk for you. <laughs> uh, train of thought is more than a turn of phrase for me. My mind can drift from one topic to the next. I take melatonin. Uh, and I stay up much later uh, than I intended. My brain is racing because it's interested in what I'm doing. Does uh, tweeting mm -hmm. at 3 a.m. qualify you or no? It's a good question. I don't know, I, and, and I don't want to continue with the uh, Trump, because I don't want to make this about... Be, I didn't be, mention a name. Be, no, but you know why? Because he loves this. He loves me uh, bringing up his Twitter account. I just plugged his Twitter you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're I right. I feel terrible about... You're playing into the game. Oh. You know, it and, just... And I say this to everyone who gets upset about politics. I'm like, dude, just put your head down. Don't acknowledge it. Let, let's go back to this... this and then uh, you watch seven consecutive hours of CNN. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I was just going to say... What do you want to get back to? Don't... Isn't it the usual uh, protocol in any kind of a court case where... You automatically file a non guilty plea at your arraignment most of the yes. time. Yeah. I think that's right. Yeah. Uh, even though, and especially if if the uh, um, if the defendant says, "Look, I'd rather plead guilty," they say, "No, no, no." We, they almost don't allow a not guilty plea at an arraignment. Correct. Well, I, look, they, they they cock an eyebrow if anybody pleads guilty because why would you? The whole point. And this is where we started this conversation. The whole point is, in our capitalistic, in our civilization, in our system that we have, it's pretty plain that even if you're guilty, you have the right to get off if they can't prove it. 
And so uh, that right is is built into our society, and yet you're a good person who thinks maybe that's wrong. Maybe we should, uh, you know, crack down uh, on, on people. But the risk was always felt that if you crack down harder, you're going to accidentally falsely convict some people. Remember, the, the choice has always been, what do you call that, a Faustian bargain or something? I, mm. I dug that out of the back of my head. I don't even know that. But the, the, the bargain we're making is some guilty people are going to go free, but we don't want to imprison anybody who's innocent. Although we constantly do, and they're mostly black. <laughs> it happens. Well, otherwise yeah. there would be nothing to do a documentary about. <laughs> and no profits to be made from yeah. prisons. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so what do we? But now we're in a different we're in a different part of uh, human history, where there's a record of just about everything. We're constantly oh, yeah. spied on. Every click we, uh, every click you make, make every <laughs> the police party in there. Uh, watching you. You know, Alexa's watching you. <laughs> or listening. So uh, you know, should we start throwing the book at everybody and? And that's kind of happened in a sense. The younger people aren't going to get away with anything. No, too much metadata. I mean, at least we'll die before anybody seriously <laughs> analyzes. Well, oh, that's... Always you... look on the bright side of, of life. Well, you know, that'll create, though, not a... It, that'll create like a forensic social media cottage industry for attorneys where you devise new ways of defending stuff that has appeared in social media or on camera for that matter i don't know how they're doing yes. it now but I, I also suspect they'll eliminate the statute of limitations because there'll be a financial incentive to start fining anybody for every law they've ever broken and uh the, the first indicator i had of this came in uh, about 15 years ago I went to get my driver's license renewed, and uh, maybe it was 10 years ago, uh, but I went to get my license renewed, and I said, I'm sorry, we can't renew your license. I said, why? Well, there's an outstanding warrant for you. Oh, boy. And I said, what? How did I know she was 13? <laughs> no. Not that kind of warrant. That one was already taken care of. But no, so <laughs> it, it's, there's an outstanding warrant for you. And uh, like what happens when someone says that to you is you sort of freak out and go, well, there can't be. And uh, my mind actually said this. I'm going to tell you the truth of what my mind said. I've been pretty on the straight and narrow since... The 80s, right? <laughs> before Twitter, before, you know, yes. before the internet, before a yeah. phone kept track of every click. You know, I'm, a, mm -hmm. I, I, I'm pretty, I think I'm pretty good. I mean, I've, I've had impure thoughts. God, Father, Son, Holy Ghost, bless me, Jesus. <laughs> and, and also, with seriously, I'm having all this thought, right? And I said, so when, when, what happened? And they said, well... It's from 1978. Oh, my God. Did I ever tell you this story, Zip? No, no. You're nope. going back in the Rolodex of your mind trying to recall the event. Well, I'm just talking about, like, if this happened to me, imagine what could happen if the government decides, hey, yeah, we're going to eliminate the statute of limitations. Let's have artificial intelligence computer over here. We'll call him Fred. Stands for effing ridiculous electronic device. 
Uh, let, let's have Fred just send people fines for every stop sign they've ever run wow. or everything they've ever done wrong. I, I, and you could go back and, and it'll be like 2040 and someone will go, what? I did that in 2012. Oh, man. Yeah, that... I know. And your web browser caught it. Man, I'm going to rack up a ton of late fees on those National Geographics. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. I don't think they're not counting on that. Yeah. So, so what my thing was, was a speeding ticket in Vermont in 1978. Caught electronically, or were you pulled over? Well, I was pulled over. I, you know, you forgot to pay I the I got ticket. mailed the reminder to pay it. I never paid it. Oh, boy. And in Montpelier, Vermont, somewhere... On microfilm, you know, microfish, where they Microfiche. where they yes. put all the old records. Mm-hmm. After it's serious, after nine eleven, they transferred all of because they had all this new Scandal. homeland security money. Yep, they transferred all those records to digital. And so when I went to renew my driver's license, now the states are all reciprocal with each other. It went, ping, oh, lawbreaker from nineteen seventy eight. Flag. Mm. Flag on the play. So, I mean, this stuff happens. And, uh, and it's, I, it's only going to get worse. Uh, so, back to accountability. Is that what you want, Zip? That kind of accountability? Well, um, I ironically have a, a, a story almost exactly the same as that. And it happened in Vermont. I, and I made the mistake of pleading no contest, which is guilty ah. with an explanation Drove sure. to White River Junction and pled my case, and the judge, you know, said, well, wait a minute. Were you on Route 5 and so-and-so, and, you know, was your license under suspension at the time? I said, yeah, but I never got this notice that, that I needed to pay the fine. I have a record of the state never getting my change of address. That, well, that's all, you know, what guilty as charged. Boom. So I mean, Boom, yeah. And the prosecutor, even <laughs> imagine. By the way, just just I want to, as an aside, point out to you that your defense was, I'm totally guilty, Your Honor. It's just that you guys couldn't find me for a while. No, it it, it really <laughs> was. No, it ended up being on them. It was on the state, and it got rectified eventually. Oh, um, you did. So they, you went yeah, back they, and appealed the the prosecutor. No, it was because so you, got, you got Alan Dershowitz. Now wait, and then no, he took care no. Of here's the difference. If I had said I'm not guilty, the prosecutor was going to throw the case out because I, I, Mr. Zipfel had a registered letter he never got. It came back to the state. The judge, right. but because I said guilty with an explanation, he decided to find me guilty, and I paid a fine, and I asked the prosecutor later, I said, what happened in there? He goes, hey, just wanted to get court costs out of you. The judge. Yep. So, it, mm, you know, being true. rigorously honest, it didn't pay off for me. It eventually no, kind of came and someone should circle. go to those AA meetings and, and, and stand <laughs> up and say, <laughs> but, 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 look, but. you guys, don't fall for this nonsense. Mm. It so was so we're coming back to accountability, which was your topic, Zip, yeah. and I love this because you're demonstrating how hypocritical we all are. We want accountability, but we actually want it for other people. To a man, yeah. yeah. Okay, let me lay that into the whole deal with the uh, Red Sox, with the sign stealing and, and all the yes. other stuff, and deflate. Oh, I and, love this and, topic. And Bob, okay. Cra- Bob Kraft on the massage table, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Sure. Right? 
Um, Do you have a buzzer on your chest right now? I I bet Bob Kraft also has speeding tickets from 1978, but this is not what they chose to go Okay, so as far as winning at all costs, now obviously they haven't broken any law. They broke the laws of the uh, uh, Major League Baseball, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yes, and, and they broke the rules about electronic surveillance, uh, and, and and it's considered cheating. And by the way, almost identical to what the Patriots did when they were videotaping uh, the, the other teams game. before. Yes. So, uh, so where where do we fall as fans? Like, well, I'll never watch the Patriots. I'll never go to Fenway Park again. I'm, you know, well. It's money. Uh, whatever though. emotion we have right now is just how we feel right now. And, you know, we'll always do what, what's fun for us. Uh, I, I don't have I ever boycotted something and cut it out of my life because they got a speeding ticket or violated some rule? I don't know. <laughs> Not unless she was really ugly, right, Bob? <laughs> I don't know. I just don't know. But, but since the subject is kind of accountability. Let's put it this way. Baseball, football, soccer, they have rules. People break the rules. They can change the rules. So in this case, you know, the, uh, the Astros uh, clearly broke the rule. And the uh, guy who was helping them do it at the time ended up being the manager of the Red Sox, Cora. What's his first name? Hmm escapes me but we know i used to know his brother joey coro was a very famous uh, seattle mariner who was a sweet guy who helped uh help them win uh, beat the yankees in 1995 great moment in baseball history in seattle and then his his i guess it was his younger brother uh became you know this big baseball manager anyway he is fired uh Mm -hmm. because of this because you know even though he won a world series for the red sox this is just not acceptable. It's breaking of the rules. Now, do you suppose, do you do you think he was a, a sacrificial lamb for MLB? Do you think the uh, upper management at the Red Sox organization might have known perhaps something hinky was going on? That's a great question. And by the way, there's there was never any... Uh, there was never any reveal that the Red Sox were doing the same thing. It was just that we can't have the stink uh, on... Uh, on us because it was done in Houston. So that's uh, that's a great question. And by the way, the quicker you fire someone, the more guilty you probably are, right? Well, let's throw the uh, president of Boeing in there on the, you know, that. Yeah. Yes. And it's Alex Cora, by the way. That's okay. That's his name. Puerto Rican former infielder manager. <laughs> they t- his Wikipedia's already taken down the Red Sox part. Uh, so, yes, do, did the upper management know about it? I'm mean, going to guess they probably did. Hmm. But accountability and in a giant corporation—you can't just shut down the Red Sox. We're surrendering our, uh, you know, our team. Uh, you can sell it on, uh, you know, on eBay uh, because we broke the rules. You can't do that. You have to. The only thing you can do is fire somebody. Hmm. Hmm. Right. Corporations That's- and and do not necessarily have the same conscience as as people, or uh, at least collectively, it's more of a numbers game. It seems than yes. a moral decision. Yes. Am I correct? Well, but we did rule. The Supreme Court ruled the corporations are people. 
Yeah. And since some people are sociopaths, <laughs> Only when it comes to donations, I think that's just yes. fine. <laughs> corporations are <laughs> abs- are corporations sociopathic. I think many of them are. Uh, yeah. There are corp- corporations with a conscience that are run by nice people. So I, I, I don't know. What's the question about accountability? Well, uh, I just, you know, question. well, I just would love to know, you know, where is the barometer of it? It seems like the sliding, there's a sliding scale of accountability depending mm. on every the situation. The barometer is in your head, <laughs> Zip. Only barometer. Use the force. It's a, uh, there is no barometer. It's a, we've got, we went through this with Dershowitz. You know who else Dershowitz represented? Epstein. Yes. I mean, you got Trump is being represented by the guy who represented Epstein and OJ. Yeah. The only thing he doesn't have on his resume that would make him more qualified is Bill Cosby. <laughs> the thing is, he couldn't meet my minimum. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? So, uh, sadly, Zip, there is no accountability. There are simply structures of rules in which we live. And we each get to decide how kind and compassionate and human we want to be within those rules. And then we get to like shake our fists at the people we don't approve of. But as long as they play the game, they can get away with whatever they get away with. This is a sad way to end the show, by the way. I, I, just, I, I just wanted to point out something. I saw, off for you. I saw yeah. a, a recent Dave Chappelle video, stand-up show. <laughs> And he oh, he does he did this extended thing about Bill Cosby, um, about how he was such a you know um, trailblazer for you know other comics and and other uh, black guys in entertainment, and that oh. that that contribution that he made shouldn't be completely tossed out with all the other crap that happened with him. It's a good question. Do you, Do you toss out Louis C.K.'s wonderful mentorship of my son pre-2016? Or all of Michael Jackson's hits because of his uh, documentary. I still feel weird when I hear Michael Jackson's hits. And, and some some stations have pulled the playlist. Yeah. And uh, 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 also, oddly, I just wonder what Jesus juice tastes like. <laughs> I feel like I should try that. <laughs> Oh, man. Sociopath. <laughs> yeah. Well, the priest never offered it to me, so it, it just didn't happen. That's good. That's uh, good. Yes, it's a, it's a good question. What, uh, what, is, what, is, what is it we want to be as a society? And, well, come and to, that's the part. Yeah. I was just going to say, come to think of it, in, in a jury of your peers, people can interpret fact in different ways like well i don't care he's a nice guy and he's not guilty well he's got a knife in his hand on this video and he's clearly plunging it into the other person well you know not necessarily alternate facts (laughs) alternative facts there you go yes well i believe we've solved all the world's problems today oh yes give you guys credit um, Thank God Ken Starr has work again. Oh, Ken Starr. <laughs> Here's the dude who said having yeah. sex without your wife is horrible and then lying about it is terrible. And then he gets a call from Trump and he goes, how much does it pay? <laughs> oh, man. Lawyers. Oh, Got to love it. And, and, and it's, a fair, it's a fair thing. It's a rigorous defense for everybody. It isn't about the truth. It's about, uh, and by the way, I got, I got my sister mad at me for once for saying this because she works for a probate attorney and we were discussing various things about attorneys. And I quote a, a saying that a friend of mine who is an attorney 
I've had two really good attorney friends. And this one friend of mine uh, said, when I asked, well, can this person get away with it? What, what, what possible defense could they have? And he said, and I'll never forget this, attorneys argue for a living. That's what we do. Mm. And there is an argument to be made about anything. If I say the sky is blue, you can dig deep and find an expert scientific witness to tell me that's an illusion, and you'd be right. Blue is a combination of colors. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, my, and my sister like, thought I was like, knocking her attorney when I said it, but I was just saying, no, 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 that's the job. And the other attorney that I know, and... Um, Zip likes to call me name dropping globe trotting Bob because I have traveled <laughs> I <like that. laughs> and I have met lots of interesting people. And remember what I said about mentors. I suck whatever wisdom I can. Mm. Sorry, Ken Starr. I, I should put it differently. I, I glom on to everyone I think is very, very smart and I, I try to f see what, what is wise about them, right? And so the other attorney, who I still count as a friend, although we haven't been in touch since I moved from Seattle very much, his name is Rob McKenna. He was the attorney general for the state of Washington, gubernatorial candidate, and he argued health care in front of the Supreme Court. And his, he's a Republican, so his position was against Obamacare. And uh, having said all of that, like Zip would, Zip would probably say, well, he's a Republican and Republicans are bad because that's how you're programmed <laughs> to think, Zip. And I'm programmed to just speak for you and not let you get on a word edgewise. <laughs> exactly. Thank you. Thanks for the yeah. disclaimer. All right. But, uh, but this guy is one of the co most compassionate human beings I know who actually had a plan for health care. And on our next podcast, we will fix health care. <laughs> you have lofty ambitions, and you're also delusional. No, I'm not delusional. In fact, I can tell you, uh, I can tell you just as sure as the Wizard of Oz told Dorothy how to get home, I could tell you how healthcare would be fixed. Because it's, be. it's not my idea. This very brilliant gentleman told me exactly how you fix healthcare, and to this day, I not only believe him. I think it was very, very wise what he said. And I need to tease the next podcast. So can we all agree Setting to fix healthcare right. next podcast? How, we, prof how professional. We, we, we did not fix <laughs> accountability, just for the record. <laughs> no, we did not at all. <laughs> Last thoughts. Zip. Uh, frustration. We didn't fix it. No. Uh, to be further discussed. I just think it's, uh, as we were getting ready to wrap this topic up, I was just thinking reasonable doubt in the court of law, how that is so difficult to apply to people because people are fallible and impressions yes. and do you know what I'm saying? Anyway, so yeah, more confusion, more confusion. definition of, of unreasonable. Is too. <laughs> That's what I mean. <laughs> I think I'm never unreasonable. Okay. <laughs> Can you put Lisa on? Yeah. <laughs> She'll have a different definition. Yes, she will. Yeah. Uh, lastly, also, just a quick note about the baseball thing. The best way to fix baseball and uh, football cheating, make it yeah. perfectly legal to use any spy technology you wish. 
and uh, in fact have it be part of the game where you have a special geek side segment about how we're trying to spy on the other team and how we can lip read through something held up to someone's mouth and get into the whole technology of it. Everybody's into artificial intelligence. Everybody's into surveillance. Make it part of the game. Who's with technology. me? Technology. Bob, they're banging on garbage cans. Well, that's the problem. Bring it into the modern age. Uh-oh, they're in pitching change. The IT man's headed to the mound. <laughs> yes, exactly. I mean, look, the game's already about statistics and strategy and yeah, all of that. Instead of having a, you don't need a speed limit on technology. In fact, you need to pull that speed limit down and let people just go for it. And then what at you home, yes. you you would pay extra for access to the Stein, sign stealing uh, cam. I know people uh, would subscribe to it. Now, th what you need is a remote that alters the speed of the ball as it appears on the screen. <laughs> yes. A fan vote on the direction of the pitch, just like the Rock and Roll <laughs> Hall of Fame. We'll listen yes. to it only a tiny bit. All right, uh, Ed Kelly, you get the last word. Um, accountability. I, it, to me, it comes down to uh, parenthood. Look, if you sire a child, pony up, stick around. Yes. Because, uh, you know, that's just... that's Otherwise, the the... Problems that followed are manifold and complex and affect us all. All right. Thank Amen. you very much. Now, how many children do you have? I just want it for the record. <laughs> None. None. How many children do you have, Zip? None that I know of. Okay. The famous musician <laughs> comeback. Sure. Bob, you've done well with yours, and you know it. I have two, and so far, yes, it's good. Knock metal. All right. Yeah. The Bob and Zip cast with Ed, Cully. Ed Kelly is in the can. Uh, we'll see you next week. We will solve... Healthcare. I honestly uh, expect you'll be surprised by what you hear. I was facing the judge for possession of drugs because I was driving while I was stood. When I in walked a man with a coin in his hand said, Please don't prosecute. He said, Hey, they a fellow with a brain's made of jail. Excuse me? Oh, won't you give me 12 steps? Give me 12 steps, Your Honor. Take my first step towards the door. Give me 12 steps. Give me 12 steps, Your Honor. And you'll never hear me slur no more. Thank you, Your Honor. You're, you're not going to regret this. I swear I'm going to straighten up and fly right. Since I won't be driving, apparently. Oh, well, the fog went away when I had 90 days. Drinking soda pop and nothing more And I'm telling you son That it ain't much fun Staying straight is a full-time chore But each night I dream About a big bamboo And getting baked like I did before And you can smell me dreaming A mile away Cause I was slamming them As fast as they poured Shots, give me six two fisters. When they're done, you can pour some more. They gave me twelve steps, gave me twelve steps, mister. Now I only party when I snow. Okay, Tommy, I got just enough time for seven more before the alarm goes up. Okay? Woo! You know, it's a good thing this is a dream, because I gotta take a little pee test in the morning. And I'm down to my last pair of dry shoes. 
Hey! Wait a minute. Hey, where are you guys going? Is it closing time already? Let's just get started. Hey, hey! Hey. Oh. Another morning. Ooh, 91 days. <laughs> All right. Ooh, I got to be at flight school in half an hour. I better get walking. Oh, looky, dry shoes. I love them. <laughs>